Welcome back to the podcast that is called The Build Plate. My name is Asher. And I'm Rainer. Good afternoon, evening, morning, wherever the heck you are. We love to talk today about so many cool things. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Anyways, um, before we kind of jump into the pod, um, we got some announcements to make, some housekeeping. And what are the what are the announcements we have, Rainer? Well, I think we have to go over our winner for the weekly brain teaser. So I can go ahead and do that right now. Uh, so the brain teaser was, um, uh, I don't have pulled up right now, but I think it was something along the line. Somebody was born in this year and then they died in this year, but the years didn't match up because, and they were way older or younger than the years allowed them to be. I think it, what it, I think it was is uh, a man was born in uh, 1912, but died in 1987, but was only like, you know, 40 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. exactly what it was. Um, anyways, this uh, basically has to do with thinking about the, the, the year, the numbers, not as years, but as rooms. So, oh. if, <laughs> yeah. So if he was born in 1947, he was born in the hospital room, 1947. Oh, wow. And if he died in 1997 or whatever the year was, then he died in hospital room 1997 so his age really wasn't dependent on the years that were discussed in the brain teaser and our winner this week was philip stutzman yeah good job philip i heard through the grapevine that you are our number one groupie so (laughs) (laughs) so thanks a lot we love having our groupies (laughs) uh we do have uh, a little prize for you like we mentioned we'll be sending you a uh, a keychain that I designed this week and it looks pretty good. So it's I awesome. Already post, yeah. Yeah. I posted on the Facebook page and uh, you guys should be able to see that again. Hopefully the want for one of these now stems more audience interaction and uh, the brain teaser next week. Uh, the answer to that will send whoever wins another keychain. Okay. So just to clarify the answer to this, uh, uh, last week's um, teaser was the fact that the man was born in room 1912 and died in room 1987 or whatever the room was. Right. Yeah. Okay. And, and, yeah. and I gotcha. So <laughs> if you guys want your very own uh, keychain, it's sick. When Rainer sent me the pictures of this, I was like, dude, I want one. I hook me up. And so he's like, dude, I got you. And he sent me some out. So I'm so excited to get one. Uh, join our face group, Facebook group to see a picture of it. Our um, face group. <laughs> hey, man, do you, do you want to join our face group? <laughs> What's that, that? A bunch of pictures of faces? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we're going. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, uh, but that's the housekeeping there, and uh, that's that's awesome that we got that out of the way. Big big uh, congratulations to Philip, which was one of two people who emailed us. Uh, and actually, let's try to see if we can get three people. Okay, we went from zero to two. Let's see where we can go. Hey, I'm just happy and that, that people are now participating in audience interaction. We, we really like doing this because the audience interacts with us. That's why we do this, uh, because I, I personally want to have um, a community that can kind of get updates weekly for tech and then 3D printing things, learn about 3D printing. So 
without further ado, let's jump into this episode. I am going to introduce my topic this week. I'm going to do a little bit of a, a role play with you. So your name right now is going to be called Phil. So you're Phil from now on. Okay. And I'm going to have a Southern accent. Oh, um, so oh interesting. In South, uh, yeah, please don't get, uh, let's say, annoyed by my poor, horrible Southern accent. But what I want to do here is I want to set the scene. So I'm going to be talking to you. Okay. And your no, name in- is, remember, your name's Phil. Okay. And I'm going to be, I'm going to be talking to you and I'm going to make a mistake with what I say. So I'm going to have to go back uh, and, and, and correct myself. So okay. let's go ahead and talk about a general topic like the weather. So uh, oh. I'll start. So I'll say, howdy, Phil. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great. And yourself? <laughs> I, I like your southern accent. Okay, that aside then. I'm doing wonderful. How's the weather out today, sir? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so much for asking. It's looking so great out today. Oh yeah, the snow is so nice. I, I sorry, <laughs> Phil. Phil, I meant the sun is awesome. Phil, Phil, I meant the sun is awesome. Okay, so that's the that's the whole role play there. I really want you guys to pay attention to the last words I said. I said, Phil, I meant. Okay, now Phil, I meant. If you say that really quickly, it sounds like filament, and filament oh. is a type. <laughs> What the heck did you just get me into? <laughs> That's the topic we're going to talk about today. It's going to be filament. Uh, and what is filament? Well, filament is the type of material that 3D printers use. So when somebody in the 3D printing community says, hey, man, what kind of filament do you want this part made out of? What they're essentially asking you is, hey, man, what kind of material would you like this part to be made out of? So they're not, a little bit, they're not saying my name is Phil. Right. No, and they definitely didn't make a mistake. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, yeah, sorry about that horrible pun. Jokes aside, let me give you a little bit of an overview about 3D printing filament. 3D printing filament comes typically in a roll. So uh, the sizes that it comes in is typically one kilogram rolls or half kilogram rolls. Those are going to be your most common size of, of uh, okay. rolls. And it also can come in a different thickness. So the shape of filament is round. You have a round piece of material and it looks, imagine spaghetti. People like to explain things with spaghetti. It's a piece of spaghetti essentially <laughs> that is wrapped around a roll. So that's why some people call 3D filament actually, 3D printing filament actually spaghetti because it's oh, okay. just like spaghetti. It's slightly flexible and it comes in a roll. Now I want to touch on a few different kinds of filament that the 3D printing community uses, specifically that I use on my printer. I have an artillery X1 printer. And with my printer, I have the capabilities to print a wide range of uh, filaments, mostly because the type of printer I have is a direct drive printer, not a Bowden type printer. Now, Bowden direct drive, what that basically means is that, uh, the difference is, is that a Bowden printer has a motor that pushes the filament through a tube all the way through the hot end of the material of the extruder. Whereas a, a direct drive printer, the filament is pushed right above the hot end. So this makes it better to print flexible filaments, which are really flexible filaments. Imagine like rubber. That's a flexible filament. Okay. Yes. And that's typically like a TPU. Okay. Now I mentioned that it, uh, my, my machine can run many different kinds because it's direct drive. So what I like to print with is PLA 
ABS, and I can also print with TPU and PETG. Okay. I don't mean to butt in here, but you're you keep on saying these TPUs, ABUs, CPUs. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, I love 3D okay. printing, but what? Right, right, right. Are those? Let me the, take a step back. Okay, those are the acronyms for the uh, basically the chemical name that the plastic has. So, for instance, PLA is polylactic acid. Oh, so okay. ABS, acryl nitrile butadiene styrene, ABS. Um, and then PETG is polyethylene uh, terephthalate with um, glycol modifiers. That's where the G comes in. So, so go ahead. My question is, is when I'm talking to you and I mentioned ABS, I'm not talking about the automatic brake system with you. I'm talking <laughs> right. about and, something else. Or maybe I said something really dumb and you're like, that's ABS statement. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's a good one. <laughs> no, uh, basically when you're talking to me as a 3D printer and you say ABS, my mind will go right to the material. So I want to keep talking about these materials a little bit longer. I know I don't want to take too much of our time today, but I do want to say there are about three different types of filaments that I will talk about today. We already mentioned them, ABS, PLA, and PETG. Now, ABS, it requires higher heat to, to process. And a downside to it is it warps very easily. So when you're printing with ABS, you get a lot of warping. And another downside to ABS is that it stinks when you print it. So you get an off-gassing smell. Oh, no. So a, Yeah, yeah. So a lot of times, if I would show you my printer right now, you would see it's out in the open. The, it's exposed to the open air of my room. But if I wanted to print ABS, the smart thing to do would be to put an enclosure around the printer. And enclosure would then, and then I would have an exhaust fan out from the enclosure, but the enclosure would then contain the heat so that it would be constant so that the ABS wouldn't warp as much when you're printing it. Uh, warping's bad because when you're printing a material that warps a lot and you don't have the proper uh, conditioning environment around it, it starts to warp off the bed. So it, it comes off the build plate and then you don't get a consistent print and your print fails. Tell so yes, yeah, so ABS, the pros to ABS are that it's a very common material. So it's very inexpensive. Actually, fun fact, Legos are made from ABS. So oh, shoot, the next no time, way. <laughs> yeah. The I next love Legos. I know, I know. Lego, Lego, talk about Legos. <laughs> <laughs> what even is that? Lego, Lego, talk about Legos again? I don't even know. I, I just came it's up good. with that. No, 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 it's off the hand. <laughs> off the, I know, it's good. off the cuff. Um, but yeah, so basically uh, – Legos, ABS, think of that. Legos, ABS. Mm -hmm. Now we're going to talk about the next filament, which is PLA, polylactic acid. PLA is probably the most common type of 3D printing filament. And the reason is, is because you can print it without an enclosure. You can print it and you don't get off gassing. It is, can be printed at relatively low heats. We're talking like 200C to 220C. So you don't need that high of heats. One thing about PLA that's really cool is you can print it without a heated bed. However, I will say, if you're trying to print PLA without a heated bed, you have to have patience. And it's probably more optimal to just buy a printer with a heated bed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good to know. Yeah, because if you don't have a heated bed, you're going to be fighting that warping off the build plate. Even though it's not really commonly a warping material, the, 
right thing to do is to print PLA with a heated bed. That way it sticks better. So to recap, PLA, a more friendly material, doesn't have off-gassing, which is a huge plus. And my fun fact about PLA, where it's used, it's used in dissolvable prosthetics in a human body. So oh, wow. This, yes, it's a food-safe material. It's biodegradable in the right environment. So it's a very good plastic filament to use. So, so an example of this PLA, would that be like a, a pill, an ingestible pill maybe, or am I off? Um, that might be a little bit more of a, 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 a different kind of, uh, of plastic. I don't, I don't know for sure. I can't speak to that. All I read up on is that, and, and I know about this material, is that it's used for prosthetics that dissolve. So probably like sutures, like stitches oh, uh, that dissolve that in the body. Sense. Yeah, in, okay, in yeah a normal, I get that. Right. In a normal environment, actually, in a human body, it, it can break down in about six months. So that's really cool about this plastic. So if, if I wanted to, I could eat PLA, the filament that I, <laughs> I print with. Now, that doesn't mean PLA will degrade in its natural environment outside. So that's what makes PLA such a good plastic to print with, because you can print a functional item. And as long as it's not exposed to direct sunlight and high heats, that item should be able to function relatively well. So for instance, the keychains that I made were made out of PLA because the PLA can handle normal wear and tear and it's not gonna be in that extreme um, situations. And it's a keychain. It's not gonna have any stresses on it over time. It will be in your pocket, out of your pocket. And uh, yeah, that's why those are made out of PLA. In fact, a lot of things I make is made out of PLA because a lot of things I make are not for high temperature environments. and for direct sunlight applications. If I was going to have a material for that great segue here, I would use Pat G or PTG. Now call it Pat G. Is that another Pat name? G. Like Phil? They call it, yeah. <laughs> they call it Pet G. Okay. Like Pet G. And that's kind of, it's some people call it PTG. Some people call it Pet G. I don't know where okay. the line is drawn between hipster, not whatever you're <laughs> saying, okay. Pet G or PTG, you know, that makes sense. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I call it uh, PTG just because that's I'm a G, I guess. Um, <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. So, so PTG. Um, what common items around your house can you relate to for PTG? Well, I already said PTG is polyethylene terephthalate with the glycol modifier. Guess what the number one plastic in the world is? I'm going to take a guess that that is the number one plastic. PET is the number one plastic. In fact, that's why when you look at your recycling triangles okay. and you see a number one, that means PET. No way. I've always wondered <laughs> what that number means. So when I turn around right. like, my plastic cups and it, like the one yeah. means PETG? Yeah, it, it just means PET. Oh, PET. Yeah. Oh, I just okay. wanted to let you know that you can relate to this plastic filament that I'm talking about because it's number one recycling symbol, but it has a slight glycol modifier to make it suitable for 3D printing. Ah, okay. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. So we're talking about Petchy. I want to let you know that water bottles, water bottles that you drink out of and you throw them out, the 16 ounces, you know, yeah. the 16 ounce guys, mm -hmm. those babies are made from PET. So think PET, think water bottles, think PETG. Now this material can be indirect sunlight 
it prints at about 220 degrees C, so a little bit higher in PLA. Okay. And it is very, very durable uh, in direct sunlight, so it doesn't warp or degrade. Okay. So this is a good, very, very, very good uh, halfway point between ABS and PLA, in my opinion. So that's three different filaments. I really hope that the audience uh, learned something from that little segment. And always remember, Phil, I meant to talk about <laughs> materials today. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that is so informative. I, I, so my question for you, just to kind of, since you're in the, the filament mood, uh, what is, so is your favorite to print with PLA or have you printed with all three of these? Is it just, um, is it just PLA? I'm going to let you in on probably the biggest dirty secret I have. And that is, as a 3D printing expert, I have never printed with ABS. <laughs> <laughs> so don't tell anybody. I mean, everybody knows now, but that of the three I mentioned, I have printed with PETG or PETG, and I have printed with PLA. In fact, I always kind of lean towards PLA, but I don't just print with PLA. I print with a special kind of PLA called PLA Plus, which is an enhanced, uh, a step above just general PLA. It's very quality material. Okay. And now is that typically, is that like the top shelf whiskey? So when you go in to get your filaments, <laughs> do you go, hey, I want the top shelf filament PLA. Is that what it is? Uh, actually, that's a great analogy. PLA plus to PLA is essentially like that top of the shelf whiskey or bourbon or whatever alcoholic drink you prefer. But yes, that is a great analogy, Asher. I really appreciate that. <laughs> no problem. Perfect. So you got uh, with that out of the way, which I, I loved, by the way, do you have anything going on? Anything planned uh, this weekend? Actually, I do. We're going to go snowboarding. Gina and I are with our friends. And we will actually go to a place in uh, up north of Michigan. I snowboard. Gina is going to actually, for the first time in her life, ski. I was trying to teach her how to snowboard. But for a long time now, like three years, she's been snowboarding. And she has been able to get down the hill. Her progress is absolutely great. We're proud. But, yeah. <laughs> Hashtag proud fiance. Yeah. But, <laughs> but you have to understand when – uh, you're snowboarding and you fall and mm -hmm. all the times we've ever gone snowboarding it's been icy out mm -hmm. when you're snowboarding and you fall it hurts the knees so she wants to kind of get away from that and try skiing out because it might be less painful hey i'm a i'm a you know a word to gina i'm a fellow skier so i'm going skiing <laughs> in about three weeks oh and you I, are i, I absolutely oh, awesome. love skiing yeah skiing is 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 the superior in my opinion but that's that's my opinion. But speaking yeah. of snowboarding and skiing, I recently saw an article on uh, – it's called All3DP, so All3D Printing. Oh, yeah. I've and heard of that website. Yeah, and it's actually about people who've printed their own snowboards and skis. Oh, really? Yeah. I actually – that's mind-blowing. I have to read that article. I have not seen it yet. Please, you got to share that with me, okay? Yeah, I absolutely will share it with you. But there's one thing that I wanted to mention to you. In this article, they have the traditional skis and snowboard. But there's mm -hmm. one thing that you could potentially print is snow skis. Snow skis? Yeah, they're about the size of like a, a 14 – I don't probably the size of your building. Oh, so the, so the mini the mini skis. The, the ones mini that skis. You see you, those guys going down the, the absolute D-bags going down yeah. the hill and speeding <laughs> by you on one foot. Kind yeah. of the cool guys. You could print some of these 
and take them with you in the weekend. And that's what, when you said that you were going to do something on the weekend, I was like, this is a project for Rainer. But according to this it's website. It's a little late in the week. A little late in the week. Oh, okay. Week okay. <laughs> but it looks like they are. It's interesting. We were just going through filaments because right. you know what they say it's made with? PLA. Uh, PLA? Really? Yes. And you could print <laughs> it yourself. Yeah. And you could print it yourself uh, by going to Thingiverse. And you could just print them on, on pretty much any 3D printer. That's what, at least what they said. They look pretty cool, too. I'll have to share the, the article with you. Yeah. Speaking of Thingiverse, that is a great resource. In fact, if ever you want one of your friends to print you out something and you don't really know how to draw it or you don't know if your friend can draw it as a 3D printer, which most 3D people who own 3D printers, this is my opinion, they should know how to draw or in CAD or 3D model. Gotcha. <laughs> just saying. It's kind of like if you have a dog, you should know how to uh, take the dog out to the bathroom. Very soon. Wow. That's controversial. <laughs> you know? You're basically saying don't get into 3D printing if you don't know how to draw. Exactly. In 3D. Wow. That's exactly right. Wow. Okay. All Anyways, right. Back to the, the general topic we were discussing. You said PLA mm. uh, was used for these skis. That's absolutely incredible to me because in my mind, I would think that PLA would become kind of brittle at that low temperature. But hey, if they say it works, that's awesome. And I also think we were discussing Thingiverse before that aside. So yeah, Thingiverse, if ever you want to search anything to print, like let's say phone holder or phone case, Thingiverse has probably has it. Another good site for that type of thing is called Thangs.com. And okay. that's another site where you can get 3D models from. And they're generally free to download and for people to print. So basically, to to pick up what you're throwing down is you can pretty much print anything from these websites as long as you have a 3D printer. But I'm kind of seeing a, a hole in your theory about having to draw because if I can go to these websites and get whatever I want, I don't have to draw. Right, but that's a 3D printer guy who's printing the 3D the 3D prints. You have to know how to sometimes modify those to fit your own needs. Oh, you got so, me there. But a lot of times, you're right, uh, a, a lot of times you don't need to, to, to know how to 3D model. I'm saying you should know how to 3D model. I'm saying if you have a printer, you should at least dabble in 3D modeling. I gotcha. <laughs> you know, it's, kind of, it's, a very, it's a very like controversial thing that I'm saying here because I'm sure the 3D printing companies that 3d printer companies that sell 3d printers i'm sure that they don't want everybody to have to know 3d modeling when they sell their printers because they would sell less right but yeah. that's just kind of my thought process anyways enough about 3d printing this week i probably bored the crap out of my listeners no no our no. listeners um but i do want to say let's talk about tech man. do you have any cool tech updates for us this week so i'm so glad that you segued into that the first thing I kind of want to talk about is Switch. So do you have a Switch? You and Gina have a Switch, We right? do. Yeah, okay. we do have a Switch. Yeah. Okay. So I recently purchased the Switch Lite for my fiance. Oh, you did? So yeah. it's a handheld version. It's not yeah. the kind that can connect to the TV real quick. Absolutely. And what I'm going to do is give you my review of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it, man. Sure. Yeah. That's what let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So the main the main reason you would use the Switch is I'm sure like what's your favorite game to play on the Switch? Just a regular I, Switch. I personally like Mario Kart. However, uh, I'm also a big fan of um, what's it called the the fighting game. Ah, F. Super Mario uh, Bros. Super Smash. No. Yeah, Super Smash. Yeah, yeah. Super I Smash. love Super Smash, man. I love Super Smash. Oh man, if we, if I could play that right now, I would. I love it. So 
I think that's kind of the basic draw of the regular Switch, right? It's this uh, kind of this this co-play um, com- capacity to it where, you know, you can grab your friends, you can grab your family, and you could say, hey, we're going to go ahead and we're going to play Super Super Mario you know, Smash or, or Mario whatever, I guess. Right. Hold um, on, pause. Did I just see Jimmy John be hand-delivered to you? <laughs> yes, I am. I am getting Jimmy John's. Oh, man, I'm so <laughs> jealous of you right now. What what sandwich did you get? I got the, the Vito this time. The so, Vito? Yeah. Oh, I it's don't got like I've salami and some other meats on it. I don't remember them. I'm just I'm excited to eat that. So that's right. for, that's for later. Yeah, I don't I don't want to get in that ASMR stuff that we talked about last week. <laughs> <laughs> Let me do your impersonation. Hi, my name is Asher and today I'm going to be eating. <laughs> wow. Not at all. Not at all. I listeners, that's not me. That's not me. All right, all right. Sorry, you did an impersonation no. last week. It's only fair. All right, okay. what do you got with the switch? Continue on. Sorry for distracting you. No, it's okay. So that's the main the main draw of the switch, and and I think that's really nice. I like the switch too for that 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 kind of capacity. It's great technology, but one thing that is kind of bad about it, or, or a negative takeaway, is that it's kind of large, and the travel size is is. It's kind of clunky. I know that if you have it and you have a case, it's normally okay. And and for me, the Joy-Cons, when you hold the Switch up with the Joy-Cons attached, mm-hmm. it's quite big. Right, um, right. I, I absolutely agree with that analysis because when I, I – I, honestly, I don't play with the big screen and the two Switch uh, Joy-Cons yeah. attached to it ever. I re- mm-hmm. we, Personally, I don't, but Gina sometimes does in the car. I like to hook it up to the TV and play with the controllers. That's yeah. a good point you just made there. Yeah. I really agree. With I that. mean, I'm a major controller guy, so that's normally what I would do. With, what I do with the Joy Cons as well. So I'll hook them up to the little controller, and and that's how I'll play. I can't play how like some people do, and that's a big thing for me. And that's why I wanted to get the Switch for, uh, the Switch Lite for for my fiance is because she wants to play these games, but having it really really big, uh, you know on her lap and stuff while she's trying to use the joy cons to me right. isn't something that I think would be very efficient for her or me. Cause I, let's be mm-hmm. honest, I'm going to use it too. Um, so good point. Yeah. For me, I don't, I, bet you, I bet you use it more. <laughs> okay. I do. <laughs> I do already. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> That's why I'm not buy that for your fiance. You bought it for yourself. <laughs> hey, Hey, no, no, no. I, for the case of, for the case of, the gift I got it definitely for her, but All right. um, it's it's been nice. But the kind of the review, the good things about it, like I'll say, is it's pocket version. You can play all the games that you play on the regular Switch on it. And to be honest, it fits in your back pocket if you wanted to do that. Don't suggest that because the the joysticks will probably go out on you if you sit down on it. Okay. So that's kind of the positives, right? It's a pocket version of the Switch. Right. Um, can you can you interconnect them? Can you uh, like I know with a, a big Switch. You can connect it to the TV. With the small switch, you can't do that, or can you? No, I don't think you can. No, it's okay. it's, it's purely a pocket device, and I could be wrong. Okay. So if anyone knows different, feel free to, to email us at the bill, billplaypodcast.gmail.com. But the one negative part I have with anything really, you know, Nintendo is that, you know, my fiancé loves Among Us and loves, you know, some other games that create that kind of have online worlds. And to yeah, do those yeah. online worlds, you got to be part of Nintendo's, 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 Nintendo's uh, cloud, essentially. And I think that's kind of bogus. So that's like my main problem with this 
this Nintendo Switch Lite is I got to go out and pay this membership that I already play something, pay some, something similar for my Xbox. Right. And it, it's very annoying. So I'm going to, I don't know. Kinda, I have a problem with that. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of puts a cloud over it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You think so? Um, but and then I also look at it on the other side, you know, how many other clouds we pay for, uh, you know, I pay for the iCloud, uh, I pay for, for Xbox, their cloud. Um, and right. so now I'm probably going to pay for the Niclo, the Niclo, the Niclo, the Niclo, the Niclo, the, the, the Nintendo cloud. Right. That's funny. That just my take on the word cloud being associated with something you have to pay for. It's just like any day that it starts a thunderstorm. The first thing you see is clouds. It's very bad when you have to pay for something. It's cloud. <laughs> uh, that is my take on it. <laughs> that's very good. Very interesting take. That's yeah, um, creative. Yeah, it's very, yeah, very creative. Well, you're a creative person, so I, I wouldn't expect anything less. But to finish up my Switch review, I personally really like it. The one thing that I find that I run into is that it's quite uncomfortable. So you know I'm not a, like a controller guy. And mm -hmm. so when you hold it up, one of the Joy-Cons is uh, the left wait, side. Wait, 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 wait. You aren't a controller guy or you are a controller guy? I'm not. I am a controller guy. Sorry. You are. That's what yeah, I thought. Yeah. Okay. I'm a controller guy. Uh, correction. Um, and so when you put the finger up, the Joy-Con, uh, the joy joystick. <laughs> when you said that made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> The main thing is, is that it's uncomfortable to use, and you can't really do it in bed very well. So, and that's why I think it's kind of most. <laughs> just trying. That just, just sounds so bad. Just trying to do it in bed. Uh, You're trying to put the finger up the Joy-Con. <laughs> oh anyway, my goodness! That's so bad. That's so bad. All right, it sounds bad, but get back to your review. I'm sorry for taking that. Off. No, no, no. That's basically Thanks. it. Um, is that it's uncomfortable. The Nintendo Cloud is my negative takeaways. Positive. It's easy to use. It's portable. It's a lot smaller than the Switch, and you can play all the games that you love and know that you normally play on the Switch right on your your compact size. And right. so that's. Fun fact. Did you know that Time, I'm full fun facts today, but did you know that Time just bought Ethan and Ellie uh, Switch Lights? Really? I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, she did. Okay. Time, for those of you who don't know, is our older sister, one of our older sisters. And uh, yeah, she's already well into the parenting role. She has two wonderful children. Shout out to Time, older sister. Mm -hmm. Time, if you're listening, I actually heard you did listen to our podcast last week. Thank <laughs> you for listening. Really appreciate that. And I know you listened because you called us out for saying skin that animal that he who shall not say it will not name. <laughs> wow. You're just on it today. You're on something else. Anyway, you want to know what you want to know what the difference is? It's the what? coffee I'm drinking. I'm telling oh, really? you, I went to Costco just yesterday and bought new coffee. I got higher grounds coffee now instead of the traditional um, it's like a Peruvian blend from Costco and oh my God, this higher ground coffee, it is kicking my butt consistently. I am energetic as all, you know, I, I love that. I, and there's a Costco right down the road from me and, and I'm, I've tempted to get a membership so many times because I've heard good things and I've heard that you can get like a lot of stuff for like fairly good prices. I, I've never been to Costco. What's your experience on Costco? <laughs> I didn't know this podcast was going to take it to Costco today, but what I will say is I really only well, actually Orb and I went in together on a card. So him and I use a card because we live in the same area. Again, guys, 
Orv is another one of our siblings. He is an older brother to us. Shout out to Orv. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, um, yeah, Costco. I really only use it for the paper towel, the toilet paper, an occasional thing of coffee, and then the gas. The gas is one of the best deals you can get with your Costco card. So that's that's why I would recommend it. That's my take on Costco. Wow. And it, Costco sponsor us because this is what we have right now. <laughs> we got a full fledged believer. So, right. t- taking a little bit of a shift away from the Switch Light review, uh, another thing I'm sure you have is: Do you have Disney Plus? Oh, we have Disney Plus. Yes, we okay. do. I, how, why wouldn't we have Disney Plus? <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, I had it for a little bit, and then I got rid of it because I. Oh, honestly, really? I'll be honest. Other than the Mandalorian, their content wasn't really up to me continue to pay that amount uh and i got i got it last year so i can get on board with that yeah i can get on board it's all old films that i've already watched before and i'm not an adult disney fan so um unlike yourself but i uh hi hi guys i'm an adult (laughs) disney fan i want to talk about i don't i don't know if you've watched it yet but uh wandavision have you seen wandavision yeah oh so you haven't heard of it I have not heard of one. Have you watched? This is, I think me. this is a trick question, or not a trick question, but an obvious question. Have you watched any of the Marvel films, like Avenger films? Yes, I, I've watched them. I used, actually, I had a time in my life where I was super into Marvel and superheroes, and I think I got to like up to Ant Man one, and then I started dropping off, and I lost wow. connection with that universe. So See, that's kind of I'm full blown into that universe. I'm into okay. it. Okay, like, so tell I'm me so, about. Yeah, I'm so emo- emotion. Like I could probably tell you five different facts about the last Avengers movie that I just would start crying. Are but you anyway, serious? Oh, dude. oh my god, oh, man! Iron Man. I'm not gonna spoil it for you, but Iron Man. Oh my god, man! He goes through a transition yeah, yeah. that is unforgivable. Um, You're a hardcore I, no, I, I, Marvel I say, fan. Yeah. Are you? That's marvelous. That's marvelous. Oh god. <laughs> Anyways, WandaVision is essentially a quick little. Um, little basically it's a show between the scarlet witch and vision um and and if you don't know what scarlet witch is essentially she is she can basically change um reality so she's kind of like a in-person reality stone and if you know anything about the marvel uh cinematic universe you'll know what i'm talking about but the events of the of the show take place after um avengers endgame so right after avengers endgame I see. Okay. Yeah. And uh, it's pretty cool because it's kind of like a Disney Plus thing. It's a way of to get get it into another character. But the reason I mention it is that uh, it just came out and it's got two episodes uh, on Disney Plus. And I was going to see if you watched it, hoping you would to tell us if you liked it or not because, you know, whatever. No, I, I haven't watched it, but I will put it on my watch list. It kind of sounds like they're trying to do with Marvel what they did with Star Wars in terms of The Mandalorian. Very similar kind of making another character up after something ended into yeah. a time frame in a film that was empty. So yeah. I think it's kind of sounds a little similar to that. But hey, yeah. you know what? If you recommend it, Asher, I'm going to try to put out my things to watch when I'm I not printing. <laughs> I definitely recommend it. And I, I want to kind of get your take on it for sure. I want to know if you like it or not. Because I don't have Disney Plus, but if you tell me it's good – I will repurchase Disney Plus just for that show because I love. Okay, I will watch it and I will give you my feedback in one of the upcoming episodes. 
Perfect. This is kind of uh, really cool. I think this is an amazing technology that we have out there. I'm just going to jump right into it. And why I like this technology is because it's life-saving. So uh, the North Carolina State University has come out with a way to do an ultrasound drill using nano droplets to effectively get rid of tough blood clots. Okay. And so this is incredible technology. Yeah, it's awesome. Essentially, what happens through a catheter, they will release these nano droplets that have a a lipid – we call it a a lipid sphere, which is filled with a liquid perfluorescent carbon. Okay? Okay. And what happens is these droplets are so small that once they're activated by the ultrasound, they work as like little jackhammers and just start – jacking away at the blood clot it's very effective okay so it's kind of like if i would have a magnet and i would put it on on one side of a thin piece of glass and then i took a magnet and put it on the other side i could move that magnet with that on top of the glass with the magnet on the bottom of the glass it's kind of that same concept it's it's very similar I like where you're at with that. It's very, very similar, and and that's essentially what it is. They'll put these little these little micro bubbles that form with mm-hmm. these these nanoparticles, and they'll form and they'll kind of go inside the clot, and then you okay. activate with the the ultrasound. It will vibrate them, and as you move the the ultrasound along the clot, it just basically tears that wow. clot apart. And so this is incredible technology. Yeah, talk about a life saving technology at yeah. that. So. I'm thinking that these beads or these liquids have to stay together. Like it, it can't break apart. So they must be pretty durable, but still a liquid. So they must not break down the body. It's just something well, that it's hard to get my mind around. One thing that you should you should know is that they they actually turn into a gas. So they're vaporized. Yeah, they're vaporized with the the ultrasound, and that creates that kind of explosive that explosive behavior that kind oh, of wow. tears up the clock. I totally did not see that coming. I thought it would they would stay as a solid liquid and that's no. gonna be like a jackhammer. But when you say they explode it vibrates them and psh, oh you know they what? burst. Yeah they burst. you know what think of it like this think of it kind of like boiling water because when, when boiling water is boil it gets so violent and it starts just shaking and right. that water turns yep. into yep. a gas yep. Yep. that's exactly what is kind of happening inside the blood the blood vessel and the blood clot and it just tears the blood clot apart and it is, is it's phenomenal i can't awesome. wait to see what they do and i hope this is uh, actually you know uh, put into modern medicine and see if we could start saving lives and so this so, is called the ultrasound drill they're calling it oh that's interesting so do they actually inject this into people or can you just swallow it as a pill i think you said catheter do they like uh stick it up something to put you know what that's put it in the body yeah so they use the catheter to actually insert it directly into the blood vessel so oh, okay. yeah and they slide it down in there where the clot is okay right right so and it's like they, a stint it is kind of like a stint except you know this is something that's removable at least so it's i okay. think stints are they stay Permanent. in there. Yeah, yeah they kind of expand them to yeah. open up the, the – the, Which, by the, the way, is another – Yeah, that's another way of opening and getting rid of blood clots. So it's interesting you bring – this is essentially a better way of doing it because – You know what? Your brother knows a thing or two, okay? I took oh a medical class. <laughs> I took a medical class in college once about medical plastics, so I know what his thing is. <laughs> okay. But the real thing is is that 
uh, this is why it's so important is that they found that with the use of the nano droplets and ultrasound with drug treatment, it was even more effective and it decreased the size of clots by 40 percent. Whoa, plus or minus that's minus. awesome, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's incredible. I, <laughs> when I saw this, I had to mention it because I'm a little bit of a science guru. I actually have a degree in, in biological science. So like oh, when I saw cool. this, I was like. Man, this is really cool technology that I want to mention. We have to put that in our trailer. You're a science guy. That's not even – you're just technology. I guess science and tech are kind of interchangeable, but, I mean, come on. You're hitting me out of right field here. Yeah. Left field, right field. Well, let's – yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I do. Uh, I do. (laughs) Left, right field, center field. What? You're hitting me like that, man. You're you're surprising me, and this is good. This is something that excites me to hear, and I'm glad you brought that – to our podcast today. Of course. I learned something. Absolutely. Um, and that, with that being said, that kind of brings our, our podcast to the end. Um, and we're going to go ahead and get that new teaser, which we're so excited <laughs> to give to <laughs> the you. The new brain teaser. Okay, okay. This episode's brain teaser is Are you ready for it, Rainer? I'm ready. Hit me, oh, man. I am thrilled. This one's a good one. This one stumped me. And I hope our listeners like it as well. All right. So it is. You measure my life in hours, and I serve you by expiring. I'm quick when I'm thin and slow when I'm fat, but the wind is my enemy. Wow. It's not me, is it? I know I'm <laughs> quick when I'm thin, and I'm definitely slow when I'm fat. I was already the same thing. Yeah, I am. That's me for sure. I'm really slow now because I'm kind of fat. <laughs> well, get to running, man. Hey, I have no idea what this could be, but hey, if you know out there, send us an email at thebillplatepodcast.com. At no. gmail.com. Yeah. The bill, <laughs> the bill play podcast at gmail.com. That's it. Okay. Um, anyways, yeah, thanks guys for listening. It was awesome, Asher, doing this with you again this week. Let's keep it up. Uh, let's go ahead and make it four weeks in a row next week. Um, thanks a lot, guys, for listening. And next week, you're going to get your brain teaser answer. Thank you so much for joining. Like Rainer said, we'll see you next week. <laughs> this podcast has been produced and edited by Asher and Rainer Brown.